Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, December 20th. Hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also the uh, radio app, which is our online radio. Uh, We've got the podcast. Those that uh, join us on the podcast, we welcome you. And then Facebook and YouTube uh, watchers and listeners, thank you so much for tuning in on this Wednesday. I can't believe that we are getting super close. This is the 20th, just a few days until Christmas, but I hope you're doing well on uh, this Wednesday. We're looking forward to a great service tonight. Our uh, prayer meeting, our Bible study, Brother Dan will be preaching. Uh, We've got a very short uh, business meeting, and really it's not even a meeting. It's just a ballot tonight, and uh, we're voting on the uh, budget and our deacons that we presented two weeks ago. But uh, I hope you'll uh, plan to be in church tonight. Don't miss the service. And uh, if you cannot be here physically, I hope you'll tune in online, listen on the radio, uh, Facebook, our website. You can watch the service there. Uh, But we're looking forward to a great service uh, tonight. And then we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Of course, Sunday is Christmas Eve. And we'll have an 11 o'clock service Sunday morning. And then we'll have a five o'clock service in the evening. That will be our candlelight service. We'll have some Christmas carols that we will sing. There'll be a a short uh, Bible message. We'll have the candles uh, all lit throughout the auditorium. And that'll be a wonderful service on Christmas Eve. I hope you be in prayer for that service. Hope you make plans to come. Invite somebody else to come. I have been amazed in the past years how many folks there are looking for something to do uh, on Christmas Eve. And uh, some churches, and I don't know what your church is doing, and I'm not responsible for what your church is doing. I'm responsible for what our church does. Uh, but some churches will cancel services on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever it may be. And, and I think people realize that, that church and coming to the house of God and worshiping God and singing and, and focusing on Christ, that's what Christmas is all about. It's a great, great way to make memories for your family. Uh, with your, your, your spouse, with your children, with your grandchildren. And I hope you'll pray for a great day on Sunday as we celebrate our Savior on Christmas Eve. And we'll look forward to a great time uh, together there. Let's pray today for our church, our school. Of course, our school is on Christmas break, but pray for the students that God would bless them. Pray for our teachers. Uh, pray for our school families. Uh, pray for safety, many who are traveling. And then let's pray for our uh, missionaries, especially, I say this at Christmas and at holidays, let's remember our missionaries as uh, many of them will not be home with their families. Many of them are on the field uh, serving God and preaching the gospel and winning people to Christ. And let's pray for our missionaries, pray for our members, uh, pray for those that are sick, pray for those who've lost loved ones, especially uh, during this holiday season. Let's remember those folks and pray that God will give them special grace and strength. And let's pray for one another. And uh, I hope you'll have a uh, wonderful, wonderful week. We're going to go to a song. And after this song, we're going to get right into our Bible study in Matthew chapter 2. Go and tell it 
Upon the mountain top or the hills you can go, tell it everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain the mountain top over the hills you can everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Tell it everywhere. Go. And tell it on the mountain over the hills and everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. While shepherds kept their watching o'er silent flocks by night, behold, throughout the heavens. There shone a holy light. Go and tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Down in a lonely manger, the humble child was born. And tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Tell it everywhere. Go and tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go. And tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. That Jesus Christ is born. That Jesus Christ is born. Go, tell it on the mountain. Matthew chapter 2, we are looking at the subject of worshiping the King. Those wise men, remember we said on Monday, those wise men, uh, they, they came looking for the king. They came to Herod, but he wasn't the one they were interested in. They were looking for the king of the Jews. And so we saw yesterday, we saw some of uh, the gifts uh, that they brought, the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh, and the, uh, the significance of those gifts. We saw yesterday uh, the fact that they were willing to worship God, and they were willing to go great distances and go to great lengths to worship the king. Uh, they traveled. Um, we say it was about 500 miles. That's as the crow flies. That's, a, imagine, a direct route with good roads. But can you imagine? Uh, they may have traveled and probably traveled many, many more miles than 500. And those routes would have been very rough and rocky and uh, very dangerous. Uh, but yet they were willing to go to great lengths to worship the king. And I asked the question yesterday, how far would you go to worship the king? That was their time. But then secondly, uh, how much would you give? Uh, these wise men, uh, they were willing to give of their treasure. They were willing to give of their finances. And I want to ask you, how much are you willing to give uh, to honor the Lord, to worship Him, uh, to see others come to know Christ as Savior? So we saw our time and our treasure. But then today I want you to see 
in worshiping, we must be willing to give our trust. These wise men, they were willing to give up so much in order to get to Jesus to worship him. Uh, I like to use the word confidence when we talk about trust. I hope you have confidence in God. I hope you have confidence in his word. I hope you have confidence in the promises of God. These wise men, they were willing to risk their lives to worship the king. Now, besides the travel, besides the long journey, besides the, the dangers of the travel, they were willing to risk their lives when they came to the palace and King Herod spoke to them. They were willing to risk their lives by saying, hey, we're looking for another king. We're looking for a king that has been born recently, the king of the Jews. They were willing to risk their lives. They were willing to risk their lives by disobeying King Herod and not following his orders. Remember what he said? He said, I want you to go and search diligently. And, and when you found him, bring me word again. <laughs> Here's what he said, that I may worship him also. Now, friend, I want to tell you the wise men, they were serious about worshiping the king. Herod was not serious about worshiping the king. He wanted to kill the king. And so they were willing to risk their lives in order to disobey the king and to follow God and to obey the word of God in their lives. You see, if Jesus was the king and he was and he is the king, if Jesus is the king, then he can take care of you and he can take care of me and we can certainly learn what it is to trust him. I like what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said when they were faced with the fiery furnace. And there was a different king, King Nebuchadnezzar. And that king uh, said, is it true that you have refused to bow down and worship this image which I have set up? And they said, it's true, O king. And they said, we're not careful to answer thee in this matter. The God whom we serve, he is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And if not, we still will not bow down. We still will not worship you or your image. You know what that is? That's confidence. I hope I have that much confidence. I hope I have that much trust. I hope that I am so committed to serving God that I don't worry about what anybody else thinks or what anybody else does. I want to ask you today, are you willing to please Jesus, even if it means that you will displease your friends? Are you willing to please Jesus, even if it means that some of your family members may not be pleased by your decision? Are you willing to please him, even if it costs you friends or if it costs you a promotion at, at the job? Are you willing to please him and to honor him above anybody else? I feel like I quote this verse often, but it's so good. It's Galatians 1.10, where Paul asked the question really to himself, and he, he knew the answer. But he said, do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be, or I cannot be the servant of Christ. Paul said, if I'm all about pleasing people, then I'm really not the servant of God. But if you and I are the servants of God, then we're really not worried about pleasing people. What would you be willing to give up in order to worship the king? Would you be willing to give up some hobby? I'm not saying you have to give up a hobby, but if a hobby keeps you from worshiping God, I think you ought to get rid of that hobby. 
What about some pleasure? What about some possession? I'm not against having things. I think it's fine to have things as long as things don't have you, as long as they don't control you. But maybe there is something that you have in your life. And maybe it's not a, a gadget. Maybe it's not a toy. Uh, maybe it's a house. Uh, maybe it's a car. Uh, maybe it's uh, some other uh, uh, object that has taken your worship away from God. It has stolen your worship. Would you be willing to give that up so that you could worship the king? What about the thing in your life that keeps you from coming to church? What is the thing that keeps you from being faithful to the house of God? What is it that keeps you from reading your Bible? What is it that keeps you from your prayer closet? What is it that keeps you from serving God? Maybe some are listening today and maybe there used to be a time that you went to church, but you don't anymore. Maybe you used to serve God, but, but that's a thing of the past. Maybe you used to read your Bible. You used to pray. You used to know God and walk with God, but, but something happened. Well, maybe today would be a good day to say, I'm giving up that thing that, that took the place of God and I'm putting God back in his rightful place that he would be number one. I want to worship him and him alone. I hope that's your desire. I hope today that this, uh, this thought and this challenge will be a blessing to us. I hope that this challenge will be an encouragement to us that we will worship Jesus Christ in everything we say and do. You don't have to take a trip uh, by foot or on an animal 500 miles to worship the king. You don't have to uh, have a gold and frankincense and myrrh to worship the king, but you do need to be willing to give your time. You do need to be willing to give your treasure and you do need, and I do need to give my trust and put my confidence in him and make him the king and the Lord of our lives. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for praying for the service tonight. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.